I've been through the storm and rain, but Lord, I made it. I've been through the storm and the rain, but oh, I made it. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Jesus did his part so that I, I could make it. I've been through the storm and rain, but oh, I made it. I've been through the storm and the rain. But oh, I made it. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Yeah. But Jesus did his part so that I, I could make it. Sometimes I had to stand alone. But oh, I made it. Sometimes I had to stand alone. Oh, I made it. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Yeah. But Jesus did his part. So that I, I can make it. I know I can get to here when I say this. Sometimes I have to cry alone. But oh, I made it. We got any crybabies in the house? Sometimes I have to cry alone. Oh. I made it. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Do me a favor, just lift up your hands and say, Jesus did his part. And point at yourself so that I now put your hands out like the cross. I can make it. Let the church say yes. 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 I don't know who that was for. But I just want to encourage you that with the help of the Lord, you can make it. No matter what's going on in your life, if you hold to God's unchanging hand, he'll make the difference and he won't let you go. I wish I had some people that can say you've been holding on to God's unchanging hand. So that I, I can make it. my grandmother when she would sing those kind of songs one of the old mothers would be over in the corner she'd say he's a wonder in my soul he's a wonder 
in my soul. Y'all don't know nothing about that, I can see. He's a wonder in my soul. Bless his name. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. Bless, bless his name. It's good to go back to the roots, ain't it? That's how I grew up, y'all. All this other stuff kind of let mess you up a little bit. It's good to go back to the roots with your manuals of life. If you would turn with me to the Gospel of St. Matthew. Matthew chapter 28. Thank you, musicians. Thank you. Matthew chapter 28. For your personal readings at home, if you take the time to read verses 1 through 8, but we're going to stop at verse 6. If you're able to stand, we ask that you would stand in respect to the Word of God. Um, I'm finding out death has everyone's name. How you go, we don't know. But if just so happened, he takes the activity of your limbs. You would wish that you could use them when you can't. If you have it, say amen. If you're still looking, shout out Bible study. We got room for you. And it reads, he is not here for he is risen. As he said, come see the place where they lay, the Lord lay. Our God and Father's preaching time. Songs have been sung, gifts have been given, and Lord, now we need a second dose of your strength from on high. But Lord, with just a few servants down here asking that you would be the God you've always been and share some crumbs from the master's table that we will eat until we want no more. So Lord, I pray that you let me decrease, hide me behind the cross. Let them see your image upon me, hear your voice through me. Let this word fall on fertile soil and disrupt stony ground. Lord, I pray that something is said that we will connect with you at the end of today. So let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, I praise you, give you all glory and adoration because you're my strength. And Lord, I love you because you're my redeemer. And the household of faith said, amen. If I could get about four amens every now and then I'll, I'll get out your way because I do know usually around Easter's when we have an early prelude of Thanksgiving <laughs> ham mac and cheese potato salad greens all of the above with an old school mason jar with some red Kool-Aid. I'm, 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 that's, that's the way we do it. Can't go wrong with a mason jar. Keep it cold when it's hot. And keep it cold when it's cold. Amen. Uh, so if you give me about four amens, I'm going to get out your way. Amen. All right. If, if you would help me preach on the subject, the topic this morning, uh, so much to be thankful for. So much to be thankful for. Um, as I um, want to articulate this scene, this story, we hear it so much. We've heard it year after year, and yet this story has not gotten old. Um, we're living in a society that teaches our children that this story should not exist. 
because they want us to believe that Jesus was not the one whom he said he was. And they want us to believe that the world, it takes money for the world to go around. But technically, it takes Jesus for the world to go around. Because it was him that built the world. And so we, 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 we come to this point where we discuss so much to be thankful for because the world can't tell you how good he's been. In fact, I'm looking at some people that can testify. You woke up this morning and you were grateful for what he's done. In fact, I'm also looking at some people that's living in some houses that you knew you weren't supposed to have. But God blessed you with a house. I'm looking at some folk that drive some cars that you know don't match up with your annually or your weekly salary. But God has been good to you. I'm, I'm looking at some folk that ain't always had steak and eggs. You might have been eating some spam or you might even cut up some hot dogs to make it. But God has truly been good to you. I'm looking at some people that might have went into the doctor's office and he told you you wasn't going to make it. But yet you're still here. And he's done so much. But I'm looking at some people that laid down last night. May not have totally known if you were going to wake up this morning. But when you woke up this morning, you realize it wasn't your alarm clock. It wasn't your boo or your babe waking you up or your child running through the house. It was nothing but the grace and the, the merit favor of God that, that woke you. I'm looking at some people that they gave up on you in 2018. But God still saw fit. I'm looking at some people that have almost lost your house, but God kept you in your house. You almost lost your job, but, but God let you keep the job. Your money been funny. Your change has been strange, but God has truly been good to you. You got so much to be thankful for. Let me tell you why. Because he woke you up this morning. Y'all ain't hollering at me this morning. I, I wish I had some lively saints in the house that can say, Reverend, when I woke up, he, he got me up. It wasn't me. It wasn't the fact I want to put on new clothes. He decided to, to give me some more love and let me live another day. He woke me up. This, this morning, look at somebody say, you got so much to be thankful for. Yeah, he, so as I look at this story, here it is, it's, we, we, we can identify this story as Jesus' big day where he has been praised, he's been crowned, he's been thorned, he's been crucified to death, and now he's in this tomb and everyone is waiting. Uh, the sun even rises over, over this city up by Jerusalem and, and the lightning of the white limestone walls of the old city creeping over the building. Just north of the wall, the garden sits undisturbed. Shortly, there will be a group of people. The Bible gives us this narrative. There will be a group of people of what we would call tourists that will arrive and take their spots and watch what would take place. Uh, today, we saw our children give an example of how it all went down on Calvary. How it all happened on Calvary. So then now, watch this, some will descend to the lowest steps and at the point of the garden, quietly ducking through the door that's carved in stone. And they, they stare so reverently into the hollow portion of the rock where they said the body lay to rest. 2,000 years ago, as they leave, they, they, they will notice the sign is over the door. It says, he's not here, for he is risen. And when I looked at that, I shared this this morning, I'll share it again, that he has risen. It, it, it took me to the first point, how we got so much to be thankful for, because uh, the anointed one left, and he took his anointing with him. He, he, he was anointed when he went in. And he remained anointed when he came out. He, he was anointed when he was crucified. He was anointed when he was called everything but a child of God. But 
Now he is not in the tomb and he has took his anointing and kept on stepping. What am I saying? You got to hold on to your anointing despite of your circumstances. You can come in the church, they look at you one way, but you still have to be anointed. In fact, you might get in the presence of some of your family that say you weren't supposed to be, you never was called, you ain't never been elected, you ain't never been chosen. In fact, you ain't nothing but a used to be, but you still have to hold on to your anointing. You might even be at your job and they say you're not qualified. They say you're not educated enough, but God placed you there. You have to hold on to your anointing. In fact, your anointing will keep you covered in the process of dilemma. Let, let, me, let me say that again. Somebody should be shouting because had you not been anointed, you would have lost your mind a long time ago. In fact, if I wasn't anointed today, I probably would have came in the church ready to cut somebody, shoot them or stab them or even choke them out. Because when you look at me like I don't belong here, last I checked, he says, come unto me all ye that labor and have laden and I'll give you rest. You got to hold on to your anointing. Uh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, Paul says it in 2 Corinthians 1 and 21. He says, you have to learn to stand firm in your anointing. You have to learn to, to stand strong when you are anointed. And watch this. Don't you know some people struggle with the gift that God gives them? Because you don't think it's big enough. You struggle with the fact that it wasn't big enough. And he's giving you just enough that he knows you can handle. What are you saying? Jesus knew he could handle the sins of the world. That's why God gave him what he gave him. But Jesus also knew that it's because of our sins that we will run and be astray. And let, me, let me put it this way. Jesus knew you was going to be a mess up before you started messing up. But he kept his anointing and he was still willing to walk with you while you go through your struggle. And what I'm trying to say to somebody is, Though you know you accepted him as your personal savior, you know that he died and he rose in the pardons of your sin, you have to still remain firm in a messed up situation. You have to remain firm even when the enemy is standing in front of you. I believe it was Job when his wife was telling him he should curse his God and die. But how many know we got some friends like Job that always want to shoot you down when you're already down? I'm preaching and you ain't saying nothing. They always want to talk about you when you're going through. You got to hold your anointing and tell them you mean things you say might make me feel bad. I can't miss a friend that I never had as long as I got Jesus. That's enough. You, 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 you have to hold and stand firm on your anointing. But watch this, the, the tourists did not come to the garden of tomb to, because they were there hoping Jesus was buried. Uh, they came because they, they hoped that this is where Jesus did what had never been done, that he would live again. Uh, um, and, and, and when I look at that part of the text, when it said they came and they were there, if you read verses 1 through 8, you see everybody was going to their destinations and they were going to that spot. I, I picked up on this. It said, people will be spectators to your deliverance. People will always try to look in when you're trying to get out. You just missed that. People always want to tell you what you don't deserve when you know it's time for you to get it. People will always tell you that though you're going through, it's nothing for you to go through it. But how many know that everyone can't tell you how your story should start or how it should end? In fact, no one can tell you how many chapters should be in your book. Can't nobody tell you how many narratives or authors should be in your book. Because last I checked, you don't know my story. I don't know your story. I don't know the stress and the drama it took for you to get here. But I do know a God. He's the beginning and the end. He's the author and the finisher. 
of our faith. So now if I keep my hand in the winding chain, how many know God will make everything all right? Yeah, so, so people will, will be spectators to your deliverance. And, and watch this. Some people just don't know to speak the truth of what they see. Let me, can I pull it closer? Let's get to the oasis. I think it's time for a snicker. Let's get to the oasis. At the oasis, people will not understand and won't speak the truth of what they see. It it troubles me when you've been going through. People look at you for what you've been going through. But yet, they won't call a spade a spade. Okay, that was too, too, that was too simple, okay. Let me get a little more sophisticated. You've been struggling with life's um, issues, thank you. And Dr. Phil, um, Judge Judy, and even uh, 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 the, 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 the phone therapist, Cannot help you through what you're going through. And, 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 and people look at you and wonder how you made it, but yet they'll go lie and say you're struggling. Okay, let me get ghetto. People don't understand how you're able to stand when people didn't test the lie on you. They don't understand how you're able to make it with that little bit of money and you got a nice mansion. They don't understand how you drive your car and you don't make but $2 an hour. They don't understand how you're eating at Steak and Shake, how you're eating at Texas Roadhouse, and yet you can't pay your bills. But how many know when God has you covered, there's no secret what God can do. He'll done it for others and he'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah, you, they won't speak the truth of what they have seen. I, I struggle with people that have a reason to lie when I'm telling you the truth. Uh, when I'm going through something, you don't have to go and tell somebody that he is really, really going through. Jesus was who he was, but yet people still looked at Jesus and they didn't want to call it as they seen it. Many thought Jesus was on the cross for pain and sorrow. But really Jesus was on the cross for glory. Because now what I've been through, soon I don't have to keep going through it. So then now watch this. That's why he can deny the, the drink. That's why he can talk to the thief and say, you shall be with me in paradise. That's why he can submit his spirit back to God because once I give it to Jesus and I know that he has all power, now I can smile. What are you saying? Though I'm going through what I'm going through, I'll keep a smile on my face because I know what I've been through. You can't tell me, but I can show you better than I can tell you. I'll give him something good to talk about. My shout will be because of my pain, but my shout will be because I made it over. Do I got at least two and I'll make three? That can say, Rabbit, I got a reason to raise my hand because he's been good to me. He blessed me when I couldn't bless myself because God is in the blessing business. Yeah, he, he, he's a uh, speak the truth of what you see. Because the elders used to say there is hope in the presence of God. There's hope. Watch this. God sent Jesus to the earth to teach us a better way to live. Through through his ministry, it only lasted three years. His teaching had an influence on billions for nearly two millenniums. But, But the greatest gift Jesus gave us was his life. He paid the price for our sins. He died on the cross and he rose from the dead providing a way for us to have a better life but return to him someday. So watch this. This is what it took me to. It says, your home was divinely dedicated for you. Yeah, your 
You're home. Y'all thought I was going to talk about the Easter Bunny. Your home is divinely dedicated for you. Uh, Jesus knew when he left that he was coming back home. Anybody ever been homesick? Yeah. Where, where you know that if I can just get back home, I know that I can rest. My, my bed feels better than any hotel bed. My bed feels better than any relative bed. If I can just get, get back home, I, I know that there's some, 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 some food in the refrigerator that I like to eat, that I don't have to spend no extra money. If I can just get back home, I got a little money under the mattress because I always keep it for rainy day. If I can just get back home, I got a few uh, 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 no-dos, some drugs in the cabinet that'll keep me in perfect peace while I'm y'all looking at me like you ain't taking something. When you get back home, that there, there, there's a safety that there, there. Your home has been divinely dedicated unto you. I believe it was John 14. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. He said, for in my father's house of many mansions. That means it's more than one. So why should I get jealous? Because your house don't look like my house. Or your car don't look like my car. Because whatever God has for me has been divinely designed specifically for me. So then now if I can just get to the house, I know I can find everything that I need. Somebody felt that way this morning. If I could just get to the house of God, I know there's some peace there. I know there's some prayer warriors there. I know there's some understanding there. I know there's a word there. In fact, I know there's healing there. In fact, the presence of the Lord is here. If I can get to the house, look at somebody and say, get to your house. Get, get to your house. And, and so here it is. You get to the house. The, the, the empty tomb in Jerusalem reminded was a reminder that when the women who also loved him, they cleansed him, they anointed him and they wrapped his body to observe the tomb. But his body was gone. And his place, they put two angels. And they said, he's not there. He's risen. That's what the text says. But watch this. I've discovered the reason why I got so much to be thankful for is because I'll find divine revelation when I'm empty. Divine revelation is given to me when I'm empty. And let me put it to you like this. Many times you have waken up not feeling yourself, but yet God lets you be better than what you were feeling. How many times have you gotten up in the morning not wanting to punch the clock but God still gave you the abilities and the activities of your limbs to press your way to the job. Y'all just missed a shout. Okay, let's put it this way. How many times have you came to the house of worship empty on the inside, but knowing that God is the ultimate well of water, that if I can drink of the water, I'll never, I wish I had some thirsty folk that don't mind quenching your thirst saying I drunk from the well and I know that once I've drunk from the water I shall never go thirsty again uh, yeah Re revelation he, he shows me he, he shows me when I'm empty what he can do for me I, I, I don't think you got that he, let me rewind that he shows me what he can do for me when I'm empty if you give God your best when you are empty, he will pull you from dark places in your life. I wish I had some folk that can say, I've been depressed. I know what it feels like to be in a dark place. I know what it feels like to feel like I got friends with me, but yet I'm all by myself. I walked in, the doctor thought that a friend was with me, but yet when the doctor gave me bad news, I found out, there was no friends around. But how many know God will stick with you closer than a brother? 
I no longer call you servant. I'll call you friend. So then now I can understand why Granny called him Andy. Andy walks with me. Andy talks with me. And he tells me that I'm his own. I find somebody tell him I belong to Jesus. Oh yeah. I belong to Jesus. I, I want to get done, but I'm, I'm running out of time. I found out that we only have a 15-minute uh, tension span. And, 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 and I don't want to burn out because I want to eat too. Yeah. yeah, so watch this. But the doors of the tomb uh, repeats the phrase, he's not here. He is risen. It reminds the, remind the visitors that the Savior not only lived and died for us, but, but he also rose from the dead. I'll say this and I'm going to get out your way here. Uh, the notion of his action should be a repetitive motion in your spirit. The notion of God's action should be a repetitive motion in your spirit. Let, let me put it to you like this. For the fact that he died for you, every time you walk into the house, your hands should go up. In fact, he died for you. Every time your, your hands go up in your spirit, you should say, I'm going to win, win, win. Because watch this. They wanted me to put them down, but God said, keep them up. They wanted me to stop, but God said, keep it moving. And how many know that when he has done what he's done, every time I turn around, he just keeps on. I wish somebody had turned around with me. He just keeps on blessing me. When I woke up this morning, he blessed me. When I go to bed at night, he blessed Can I get two people to just, he keeps on blessing me. So, yeah, it should be repetitive in your spirit. Because of what he done, I, I can celebrate him. I, I believe it was cool in the gang and said, celebrate. Good time. Come on. Let's, let's celebrate. I, I believe it was Prince that said, I'm going to party like it's 1999. Some of y'all forgot all about it. But, but listen, if, 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 if I know it's celebrate good time and party like it's 1999, listen. I can celebrate because I'm not still 1999. It's 2019. And when the enemy thought I was going to die in 1999, God said I have purpose. I got a place for you. So now I got to keep pressing up the king's highway. There's a promise that he's yet to give me. So I got to keep moving until I get there. Yeah, yeah. believe it was Paul that says it should be repetitive that you continue to rejoice because he says rejoice again I say rejoice there, there's a reason why uh, that you should rejoice uh, but but the death is one that we often repeat oh death where's thy single grave where's thy victory but thank God he he gives us victory through the Lord Jesus Christ but lastly it says you should have victory in the death of who you were. <laughs> you should have victory in the death of who you were. Jesus knew who he was. Prior to him coming to the world, God was a vicious God. God did not just allow people to do any and everything they wanted to do. In fact, the Bible talks about several times where he has destroyed folk for being disobedient. Watch this. You should shout because you're not what you used to be. You missed that. You should celebrate because there were moments that if you would have been what you used to be, 
you wouldn't have made it this far. In fact, I know I got some used to be's in the house that can say, I'm glad the Lord delivered me from where I came from. And so I got the victory because I should have been dead a long time ago. But thanks be to God, he kept his hands of mercy upon me. So now I can shout because I didn't dive in. I'm still alive. Do I got any redeemed people in the house? Because the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Touch somebody and say, I've been redeemed. I'm a living testimony that my God can and will do exceedingly abundantly above all things we can ever think or imagine. They said I wasn't going to make it, but God said I can. They said I wasn't going to have it, but God gave it. So, let me, let me park this in your spirit. And I'm going to get out the way, I promise you. That's my third close. Uh, the question we should ask ourselves, what does his death and resurrection mean to you? How can I live my life to be effective and to appreciate his death? Am I thankful for the things and what he has done in my life? When will I change the real life, uh, really live the real life that God expects for me to live? But will I allow the old things in my life to be buried so I can be renewed through his resurrection? Those are questions that we should ask ourselves when we think about we have so much to be thankful for. Because when we look at this text, there was people that didn't think that Jesus was who he said he was. But yet, I like God because he always shows up and shows out. <clears throat> he always seemed to to make his presence known. And he always shows us that what I give you, you should be grateful for it. Because the little bit I gave you was just enough for you to survive. Which reminds me of a woman and her three children. She had two boys. One second there. And one girl. They lived in an old rundown house. Mama didn't have much money. The kids' clothes were not like normal kids. But they were normal kids that looked forward to Easter. And they would go around with their friends. They were so excited for Easter to come. They were waiting for their Easter baskets. One of her children said, Mama, will Easter be better than last year? She said, yes, Easter will. She said, I promise you, it will. She said, said not knowing that she didn't know if her money was going to come so that she could buy Easter baskets. But she said it because she believed that God would not let her down. So Friday came. She went to the mailbox. But yet there was no money. Saturday came, she went to the mailbox, and yet still there was no sign of money. She began to worry and pace and pant throughout the house. And her kids were telling other kids that mama told us that this Easter would be better than last Easter. So she, she began to talk to the Lord. She said, Lord, how can I bless my children after I made the promise. So the day went on and Saturday night came and in that old shabby house, an old voice came to her and told her what to do. She laid down and tried to get some sleep and so she laid there and rest and the voice came to her and told her what she needed to do. So she got up overnight and she went in and she got an old wicker basket. And when she got the wicker basket, she realized she didn't have a handle 
in the wicker basket. So she got an old wire hanger and covered it around the wicker basket. So then she was trying to let her kids know how blessed they were. So she went and got some, some grass she put in the basket to make it look like it was real. And, and, and so then she wanted to bless her children so she didn't have a lot of gifts. So she went and got those, uh, uh, those egg-shaped pantyhose containers. And she began to put one in for her daughter, one in for her son, and one in for her other son. She put them in the basket and she placed them on the table for her children. So the next morning, when the morning came, the children ran and they saw the basket. Each one grabbed the basket smiling. And so then when they got the basket, they began to open the eggs. And they noticed there was some writing in each one of the eggs. And in one writing, it said, be thankful for what you got. And it had the word purple robe behind it. The other brother asked his other sister, he said, what did yours say? She said, mine said, be thankful for what you got. And it has thorn of crown on it. The other brother opened up his egg and they said, what did your egg say? He said, it said, be thankful for what you got, what God has done because reed and nails are behind it. The boy and his sister began to look at each other and they said, what is going on with this old generic hand-me-down basket mama said that easter would be better than last year so they ran in the kitchen and they began to ask mama some questions yeah she said they said mama tell us why we got up this morning and there was an old busted basket with an old coat hanger around the basket you told us that this Easter would be better than last Easter. Well, mama said, she said, well, it is better than last Easter. She said, tell me what your basket said. He said, well, when I looked in my egg, it said, be thankful for what God has done. What part of that didn't you understand? But he said, on the other side, it said a purple robe. She asked her other son, what did y'all say? He says, be thankful for what God has done. And mine said, had reed and nails in it. But she asked her daughter, she said, what did y'all say? She said, well, mine said, be thankful for what God has done. And it had a crown of thorns. And they said, mama, we get that part, but please tell us what the other things mean. She said, well, it was like this. Over 2,000 years ago, there was a man that people didn't like because he said he was the son of God. That he, they praised him for his mighty works one day on a Friday. But to be exactly, they decided to treat him bad and they threw a purple robe on him. Ain't the Lord all right? That robe symbolized royalty because he said he was the son of God they didn't just put the robe on him they didn't just put a crown they made of thorns on his head but they pressed it down until the blood came streaming down his face and that let them know that's how a king supposed to look ain't the Lord all right then they took these wood and they stretched his arms and they put reeds in his hands. They called them nails so that he could not escape from the punishment he was about to take. But one Friday, they took him up to the hill called Calvary. They hung him high and they stretched him wide. And over his head, they put, he is the king of the Jews. And one thing I understood, she said, the soldier stabbed him in the side. Blood and water came running down his side. But the boy said, Mama, we get the story. But you told us that last year, that this year Easter will be better than last year. She said, let me tell you why you got so much to be thankful for. She said, this time last year, we didn't have water in the house. This time last year, 
you didn't have those shoes on your feet. This time last year, we didn't have cable to watch on the TV. This time last year, you didn't have a roof over your head. Ain't the Lord all right? This time last year, we didn't have lights in the house. This time last year, you didn't have the food that you're about to eat for this dinner today. She said, this time last year, you didn't have the car that we drive around in. She said, the reason why this year is better than last year, because he gave you more this year than you had last year. He went from riches to rags so that you can go to rags to riches. Ain't the Lord all right? And I don't know about you, but I got so much to be thankful for. He didn't have to do it, but how many know he did? This time last year, I was in a master place. They said I wasn't gonna make it, but God, he made a way. Is there anybody here that could stand and testify and say I got so much to be thankful for because he was better this year than last year. In fact, he allowed me to live, to see another year. This morning when I rose, I didn't have no doubt that the Lord will take care of me. Anybody glad you got something to shout about? How many thankful for what the Lord has done? Did it bring you from a mighty long way? Grab your neighbor by the hand real quick and tell them, neighbor, you're looking at a miracle. This time last year, I was sick. I couldn't get well. But God, ah, but God, he made a way. Anybody know he did it? Say yeah. Say yeah. Do me one no favor. High five your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, you got so much to shout about. You made it. You made it. That's enough to be thankful for. I made it. Anybody glad you made it? Can I get somebody to shout out? I made it. I made it. I made it. Do me one no favor. And I'm going to get to my seat. Stand to your feet and help me celebrate. Put your hand on your hip. Don't let your backbone slip. And tell them I'm so glad I made it. I got so much to be thankful for. I can shout my troubles over. This joy that I have, the why I didn't give it, and the why I can't take it away. Can I get somebody? say he's been good won't he do it won't he do it say yeah ah, yeah I got so much to be thankful for I, I wish I had two people that could say I got a lot to be thankful for they gave up on me a long time ago, but God kept his hands upon me. I got so much to be thankful for. Do, do me one more favor. Just touch two people and tell them, neighbor, we've been made and do it for a night, but joy. Joy is gonna come in the morning. I got so much to be thankful for. Because this time last year, I didn't have the family that I got now. You just missed that. This time last year, I was sinking in sea. I was lost. But the master came and pulled me in. And he said, fight on my child. You'll never have to worry. I love you. 
His love lifted me. Anybody glad about his love? Shout yeah! Say yeah! Yeah! Somebody, somebody should still be rejoicing. You was ready to give up last night, but God let you see another day. Do, do me one more favor, y'all don't mind, do you? Just grab your neighbor and, and put your hand inside your neighbor's hand and, and squeeze it like you know they're alive. And tell them, neighbor, rock them and shake them. Shake them and rock them. Tell them, neighbor, be not weary and well doing you'll reap if you faint not hold on hold on to God's unchanging hand so much to be thankful for I, I feel good y'all because I ain't always had it like I got it now. I wish I could get two people to just stand in the aisle with me and say, Reverend, I know where you're at. I've been where you used to be. I wish I had some people that can testify and say, he's been good. He blessed me when I couldn't bless myself. He kept me when I couldn't keep myself. He covered me when I couldn't cover myself. He put his arms of protection around me when I couldn't cover myself. He kept me when I couldn't keep myself. Say Sometimes you just gotta feel like running. And ain't nobody chasing you. You just gotta feel like lifting up your hands. know you can celebrate them. to be thankful for he's been good come on let's celebrate him today and maybe maybe just maybe somebody has been in the tomb too long 